I know it's been difficult for you lately that you feel different from other kids. You are different. After your dad and I got married, we prayed for a baby for so long. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today we will be reviewing Brightburn. This is the latest movie from Sony and Screen Gems Pictures. And Brightburn is the story of a child from another world who crash lands on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero to mankind, he proves to be something far more sinister and evil. The movie was directed by Darren Yaronevsky. Uh, it was written by Brian and Mark Gunn, and it stars Elizabeth Banks as Tori Breyer, David Denham as Kyle Breyer, and Jackson A. Dunn as Brandon Breyer. For this review, I am joined from the Cinemania page and YouTube, Tyler Calvert. Tyler, what's up, bud? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Another day, another review for you and I, my friend. I feel like it's yeah. been a while, has it? Uh, not like not like a super long amount of time, but I mean, like at least probably like a week or something like that. Yeah, what was our last what was our last review? I, I, mean... I, I think I think I did the world show. Uh, I don't know what number of world show we're on anymore, but it was when we talked about Endgame, <laughs> and, uh, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, and all that. I know Al- it was the one with Alex. I just know. I yeah. Wasn't... I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I was like, I'm just here, so... Yeah, it was for episode 42, um, and our last review together, I think, was Longshot a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, we're back again with another review, you and I, very happy to have you on, sir. Um, All right, so let's get into Brightburn, and let's get your thoughts on it. First things first, everyone... For crying out loud, this is not a super a Superman movie. Uh, this is not <laughs> a DC EU. evil, evil, <laughs> evil Superman. That's not DC. <laughs> right. This is not a DC EU movie. This is not like a, a superhero movie. It's literally it's just a parody on if someone like Superman lands on Earth and he was evil instead of instead of the hopeful God that we're all known 
that we all known. Um, by the end though, I do want to, I do want to like do like a spoiler warning at the end of this review for like five minutes to talk about the little. Oh yeah, they did. It's kinda, there's cause... so much in this movie, especially in yeah. that. Yeah, that's just wild. We'll do like a spoiler. We'll do like a spoiler tag at the end. Just to talk about the ending. The ending was very, very clever, and I laughed. I wasn't. I probably wasn't supposed to laugh, but I mean, the <laughs> ending, the way it ends, it kind of, it's kind of comedic in, in a way. But um, yeah. Before we get into all of that, let's get into the actual movie. Uh, first things first, uh, Tyler, my friend, what did you think? I thought it was good. I mean, I, I liked that they did try to do some interesting things with the whole, you know turning this superhero genre on its head and adding that horror feel to it because we don't really have that kind of angle going in superhero movies today because we get so many superhero movies these days, but we don't really have that horror twang, I guess you could say. So that was interesting. I mean, I've never been, like, the biggest Superman fan, so I guess I can, I'm, like, that's not really a knock, but it's just, like, it's kind of interesting to see it in the same angle, but just with a kid that's, like, indestructible. But why would he, like, unlike Superman, Superman why would... <laughs> Why would he want to just help everybody? He seems like kind of like a jerky kid. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I thought um, so. Going into this, and I, I thought I, I, I didn't know what to expect from it. I know I've been discussing it with um, Lucy Bugless a lot because I know she's really excited to see it, and we've been talking about the movie, you know, a few episodes, you know, in a few shows the past couple of weeks, and and like I've been excited, but I, you know, these kind of movies you just never really know. You know, so um, I, I definitely will say coming out of it, I thought it was very, I, I liked it. I thought I liked it a lot, actually. I thought it was very clever. Um, I loved the R rating kind of touch to it because a lot of things in the movie in the movie was very, very gruesome. I thought I thought young Brandon Breyer was very, very intimidating and scary. Um, I, I what what the hell is this mask, though? Was it like a it's like shoestring and a blanket? What is that? Oh, whatever it is. That's, it's, that's, it's, that's it's what it looks like. Yeah, whatever it is, it's scary and it looks it looks cool on camera. So um, yeah, I had a good time with it. Uh, it's not this. It's of course it's not like it's not amazing or anything. And you, no. you definitely like you definitely know where it's going and all that stuff. So um, I thought it was okay. I liked I liked Elizabeth Banks and I I liked um David Denham Denman Denman. That's sorry, I said the name wrong. But I liked them. I liked the parents a lot. Uh, I thought they yeah, had a lot of help, good they scenes. Help, they help make the movie pretty actually entertaining. Right, I thought they were very great, and then of course uh, Jackson, he ha Jackson A. Dunn, who plays Brandon. You know, for these kind of movies to work, you have to have the kid who's kind of who who's creepy enough for the movie, kind of like the Prodigy. The, uh, the, one of the reasons why I, th I think the Prodigy is an oh, it's like you know, it's an okay movie because the kid was good in that movie, and I same way here. Um, the kid's good. He's really good. He's very sinister and weird um and you know creepy and i like that so I, I enjoyed it for the most part yeah i think it's interesting though when you you know when you played out loud saying like you know brandon Breyer and all that and you know he has the bbs because that's kind of a common trope in superheroes where the superhero their their alter ego secret identity or all that they're uh both the letters in the first and last name are the same you know like peter parker bruce banner all them they, like they that's like a very common thing in comic books to have the same letters for your first and last name and of course he does too right it's a very um that's why i said it's a very clever movie and i i didn't realize it was going to be that as clever as it was um because it hints at a lot of stuff but it, it also 
what I like about it is that it hints to a lot of things that we know about Superman and all that kind of stuff about, you know, his origin story. But they also have a lot of creativity as far as like differentiating themselves from someone just saying, oh, this is basically a Superman ripoff. Because if you oh, really yeah. think like it's it, it is, but then in its own way, that's still kind of an original kind of story. It's kind of like a it's kind of like Chronicle in a way with the way he kind of turns evil, um, which like yeah. I mean. He never had signs of turning. He never had signs of really turn. Like you know, he never had signs of being good anyway. Like he, you know, he always felt like this weird that was guy. Weird, that was a weird thing for me though, because he seemed like uh, like the kid in this Brent, the Brendan kid. He seemed like kind of like a normal kid, and then like he just like hits puberty, and then that ship that ship glows red, and then he just decides I'm gonna just murder everyone. <laughs> Yeah, I also, one of the things, too, I was like, how are you able to fly so good? I know Superman had to, like, learn a little bit, you know what I mean? But, like, I, Yeah, he you just know? had, like, trial and, he did a little bit of trial and error because he stuck his hand right into that freaking lawnmower blade after he chucked it, like, a hundred yards. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. I like that part. I like, see, I, li I, I liked all of the setup that they did as far as, like, his powers and all that stuff. And, but, like, you know, um, that's where the, that's where the kind of trope of this kind of movie comes to play because, you kind of know it. It starts how everything starts off. You have the incident, and then you have, you know, it's kind of like every horror movie that's based around a kid. You know, they're doing weird things in class first, and they're then they're hurting their students. All of the movies that we've watched did it. I don't know if you ever watched what is it, The Good Son, back yeah. in the day. Like you know, it reminded me a lot of uh, Macaulay Culkin and that. Movie. Right, that that movie, which is great by the way. Good, um, good little thriller flick it Drops reminded me of, it reminded me of like orphan remember that yeah there's that like movie. a whole there's like a whole genre of like evil kid movies <laughs> right and then even earlier this year's the prodigy like a lot of these movies have they 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 they're becoming kind of the same and that's where this movie kind of fall I, I won't say falls flat but that's where this movie kind of falls victim too is that you know the same kind of setup and the you know the crash landing happens with he's on an alien ship and then he's he's all he's all normal and then he gets older then like he breaks something and then he injures one of the classmates and then he and then like he has a falling out with his parents and then now he's evil you know That's, so yeah the, the things that did disappoint me though i guess i mean i mean it's it's a short movie it's like 90 minutes long with credits and i guess that makes sense it's a it's also a very cheaply made but it's not like cheap i say cheaply made compared to like the hollywood blockbusters we get these days it was only made like six seven million dollars which is pretty impressive because a lot of the effects in the in the, not even just like cgi but the gore and all that's phenomenal for a movie with that such a low budget but i really wanted them to delve into like the kids origins for like you know as far as like you see like the spaceship and all that but you don't get any type of uh explanation as to like what what they you know i would like to just get get at least a little bit of information like a backstory of like what right. his race is or like is he like because he's a human he looks like a human but he's not <laughs> right i i agree because um they, I mean, he they kind of try to show a lot of his origins and his drawings, and you know, when he's like drawing stuff, and you know yeah. what I mean, but like not too much. Like, um, the only thing that he was really drawing was the message that his homeland or whatever was sending him, but um, yeah, I, I would have to agree. Like, where are you from? Why now? What took you so long? Blah blah blah, and, you know what I mean. And his ship is just so weird looking, <laughs> yeah, ship's ugly as hell. Um, remind, but like, remind me like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Yeah, it looks weird. Um, 
and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I thought yeah, I I, I have to agree. I want I did wanted to see more of where he's from, what's the name of the planet he's coming from, and all that stuff. You know, why are you doing that? Well, we know why, but it's just like yeah, I agree. Take I wanted the, to take the world. <laughs> yeah, like I, I I wanted to yeah I definitely wanted to see more of that as well too. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So, do we have any more to say about Brightburn besides? Okay, I, I I liked the score. I liked the. I think the cinematography was pretty good. The CGI actually was pretty good on the budget that they had. You yes, know, I six, enjoyed six, it. Six seven million dollars, and they did a yeah. great job with the superhero effects for the most part. I mean, there are some points where you can just tell it's like a green screen, which is like, which is kind of like commonplace in movies these days. So it doesn't really completely distract me unless like right. the scene's like really bad. But like I mean, the actual gore effects, the actual horror elements for the actual movie, because it's a movie, it's a horror movie, and it's you know, right, right. You're, you're gonna categorize it. It's not a superhero movie; it's a horror movie with some with those superhero elements. And they did a really great job with the gore. Like it's a rated, it's rated R. It's not one of those movies that try to shy away from showing violence and blood and guts and all that because most horror movies these days, unfortunately, do by they punk out, they do the PG thirteen to get more people in the movie to you know spend money. And they and then it's a, the movie suffers for it, but I think this movie it, it it doesn't hint it doesn't have to worry about that because it's rated R and I'm right. just like, some of those some of those horror some of those horror scenes are pretty gross I have to say like yeah like a lot of okay as far as like my favorite part of the movie a lot of people as far as like death goes I mean it's a horror movie I gotta base it off the deaths yeah. but. My favorite part, a lot of people, a lot of people will probably mention a a car scene, the car scene. Um, that was I won't, I, I won't mention like that one was the grosses and stuff like that. But my favorite kind of death kind of scene w- involves Elizabeth Banks under a bed and a cop oh. just getting wrecked. Like <laughs> I was like, good God! Like you know well, what I mean? Me, like it took me a moment to figure because it was like because of the way that uh, the angle was and yeah. watching the scene, it took me a minute to realize like, oh crap! You can actually see that's going on in the back. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I remember watching that, and I was in a really packed theater. Um, but I out loud, I was like, good God! And I was just like, he, she, he, I just that cop was just getting demolished and now it's probably probably my favorite and the most kind of shocking death because i was just like like this is this is an evil it's he really is evil you know what i mean yeah, and, and it's just stuff it's like crazy. that and they like a lot well, i guess it also helps because i've been playing a lot of mortal Kombat, but a lot of these felt like straight up like mortal Kombat fatalities yeah and like um when he does <clears throat> when he does do the uh you know the heat vision stuff was like really good, and uh, the flying elements was really good, and all that stuff. So um, um, yeah, I guess final finally I'll say you know I it's it's an enjoyable little horror flick slash superhero flick, you know, and I think I think most audiences will enjoy it. Um, there's a lot of definitely a lot of good scenes, good acting, and good moments and stuff like that. It's definitely not a film that someone just threw together and just threw it on screen like truth or dare or something so yeah or slender man but um yeah i loved it i really liked it <laughs> right slender. yeah yeah i um but i really liked it and you have final thoughts before we go into that spoiler stuff uh, i mean i agree for the i mean i definitely really enjoyed it it's definitely a movie i can see myself watching a couple more times just to see like it's one of those movies that you could definitely dissect and see a little bit more allusions to other superhero movies you compare it to because you can tell they had some fun with the concept you know because uh, like i mean it's james gunn's brother and cousin are the two because they're both because he's the producer 
they don't really they, they kind of talk about it they, they kind of like overblowed it in the promotional material like like james gunn's brightburn but he's only the producer like he his brother and his cousin wrote the movie and they did a pretty good job with it i was actually impressed i hope they do more i don't think right I, I don't think that this movie necessarily needs a sequel though i mean that's the thing like i mean in the world in the world we live in with like every movie has to be like a potential franchise for the most part like i could live without seeing a sequel like i wouldn't be mad if there was one as long as it was done well i just would be okay if they just left it as is with the way this movie ends at least um <clears throat> okay so with that being said let's get right into the a little bit of a spoiler kind of you know segment of, of this review so everyone if you haven't seen bright burn yet and you enjoyed our non-spoiler stuff for the movie check out now because we're all gonna we are gonna dive into like a little bit of a spoiler um so check out spoilers five four three two one okay so i'll start off i actually love the ending um, I thought if it felt very James Gunn as far as the humor when he um like when he I I didn't think he was gonna die when I was watching this movie I figured it was gonna be a sad ending but um it it does it's not as sad because the way they kind of really ended it's kind of like oh wow you know what I mean I also heard that there was a post credit scene which I didn't stay for so if this makes well, a chunk I do see. Like semi post credits thing was the thing with Michael Rooker talking on the TV like he was Alex Jones. Yeah, so I mean I if this makes a good good amount of change, I can see I can definitely see spin-offs and sequels coming out of nowhere, which I agree with you. We don't need it right now. We already have a set of, we already have like a bunch of universes going on, but I guess Sony could use another, I guess. But um Yeah, if it's Sony, I mean it is Sony, so you never know. I mean they're got they have Spider Man kind of still for now and they got right. the, the five billion Spider Verse spinoffs coming out so why right. not make bright, why, why, why not make a bright burn universe too you know so yeah so when he um so when he finally does kill his mother which i like the death i like the death of that he's the way that's up, played out he's yeah he's he straight up dropped her from like thousands of feet up in the air and she yeah went like hans gruber and die hard <laughs> yeah he literally dropped her and to make it and to make it not feel not seem so uh misplaced he dropped an entire plane as well uh, which was insane. Uh, yeah, that scene was really good. And then, like, when it ends and he's, like, he's the lone survivor of whatever, it ends. Um, the uh, the little, like, credits credit scenes was so clever and so funny. I with literally, the, the, like, yeah. Eilish. Yeah, the Billie Eilish song. and Because, the, like, my theater that I saw it at, the speakers are really good. So that that song is like pumping in the in the bass, and then like the guy, the news reporter comes on. See, well, first you see uh, Brandon wrecking everything. Like you know what I mean? Like taking down buildings and shit. Yeah, just everything. All these massacres happening around the world, and then the guy is like, "Oh, there's a there's also like a fish man in the sea," and I was like, "This is hilarious." And then the and then he was like, "There's also there's this witch." Running around, uh, choke with the rope, choking people. I was like, "Oh, that's Wonder Woman." I'm like, "This is fucking amazing." I that's, I love the. Why I thought that they that seemed like almost like a nod, like we can make a, a universe. Yeah, that, I, I like, loved it like, though. I did like it, really over the top evil version of Justice League. <laughs> yeah, I did. I I I liked it though. It was so because it, it felt it felt so James Gunn. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I um 
It made me realize how much I've missed his work on the big screen and stuff like that. Even though it's not, even though he just produced it, but it just felt, it felt like James all oh, with that like little touch of dark humor. You know, there's a witch choking people with the rope. And I was like, oh my God. I think, then, I think the one scene that made me unintentionally laugh, I mean, I feel horrible, is uh, when that, since we're in the spoiler section, that the, the cop, the cop going up to the door, because you see a bit of it in the trailers where he's walking the trailer, up to the yeah. door. And then, like, you see, like, a giant figure coming at him, like, 5,000 miles an hour. But then you see the full thing in the movie, and, like, he, he gets, like, obliterated. He gets turned into, like, yeah. hamburger meat because Brent, Brendan th- hits him at, like, 5,000 miles an hour. Like, that's what would happen if someone hit, like, Superman ran into it's... somebody while going, like, that speed. It's so scary that that's why that's one of the reasons why I liked it, too, because like it's so scary watching someone that powerful. And like we never really like we never really like, you know, focus on the fact that the you know, it this movie makes me appreciate a lot of the like DCEU Superman stuff because it kind of shows you why you should be afraid of somebody with this kind of power. You know what I mean? And like. Your team Batman from Batman v Superman now. Well, like when he's going that fast, you don't realize like he's going fast, and I'm just like, fuck, like (laughs) Superman does that too. Are you sure? You know what I mean? And it reminds me like Flash or Superman at any moment can just run through somebody. That's literally what he did. He he just zipped through somebody because uh, because I uh, I actually did a review for it uh, because I went and saw the first episode of the the boys this upcoming. Uh, superhero show based on the same comic by Garth Ennis, the guy who did Preacher. He there's actually a scene where a guy, a superhero character like the Flash, actually runs through somebody like at a, like that fast and does almost the exact same thing. <laughs> right? Yeah, and I I love that. Even though that part was in the trailer, um, I did a lot of people in the audience who probably hasn't seen the trailer kind of jumped at that part, uh, which was really good. And then um the so this poor lady cop walks in the house and <laughs> she's trying to find Elizabeth Banks. So she's you like, got it the, you got it the worst. And she's like, Tori, you know, I'm here to help you. And then Brandon just like he 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 zips in the house with his super speed or whatever, and then just like he's like, what is he doing? Like just carrying her across like, the house, he's going like, through walls and shit. Walls like a rag doll. Yeah, and like this, they they kind of they don't show this scene. They don't show him like mass like you know taking her out like up front. It's kind of like and it's kind of like. To the right of you, to the left of your. Yeah, uh, I noticed it completely at, at first, and then I realized as I looked over to the right of the screen, as Elizabeth Banks is freaking out because she's on the other side of the screen. I'm just thinking, like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like, well, when when movies usually like drift, have that like when you when movies usually have like the main character in an air, and it's horror, especially when they have the main character in an area, then they have the rest of the screen is just like something. I know clearly something's gonna be there. So when he when he was just wrecking that cop and he like brought her upstairs and smashed her against the wall and then threw her at the window, I was like. Oh my god, that was probably the most that part right there was the most jarring scene for me because it was so That's like Yeah, it was so like right there on the nose and stuff like that. And then of course the uh of course the din the diner scene was good. All the death scenes were really good, you know. That, so um Well that scene started out gross even before Brendan really got too involved because she had to pull that giant piece of glass out of her eyeball. 
Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a lot. Um, she was. Yeah. Like, she, was she, she was the one that was like all like crucified and all that in the barn. Was <laughs> that was so weird? Yeah. Yeah. What the hell was that? That was strange. There was, no ex- there was no explanation for that at all. It was just like I'm just gonna take you and like dissect you and look at your your internal organs, I guess, because that's basically what I got out of it. Like she di- like she was dissected and in because he had like those weird pictures under his, under his bed of like like open surgeries or whatever. Yeah. It looked like. Yeah, also, too, the father, the father, like, the way he tries to kill Brandon was very dumb because he's the one who says, oh, our son's never been, he's never bled before, he's never been hurt. I was like, okay, so you try to shoot him in the head? You thought that was going to work? But, um, he killed his poor papa, he fucking fried his head, his straight head. Up, straight up Mortal Kombat fatality to him. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, like, the rage and all that stuff was all great. I um, I literally am gonna like I would I would bet money that somebody is going to well if they ever release that clip or when the Blu-ray comes out they're gonna take that clip and they're gonna put like Mortal Kombat music and Fatality on the screen after the back of his head blows off. <laughs> right, yeah, that was that was a good scene. Um, this and then one last scene that I thought it was really funny, nice little nice little gunism was when you know she's like your uncle's dead and he's like okay. <laughs> I was like laughing so hard. I was like, "Oh, this guy's great." And he's like, she, and she's like, "Yeah, he's de- he's dead." And obviously, Brandon killed him. And he's like, "He's like, I feel like you want me to cry." Um, and then he continues to eat eat his cereal and stuff like that. that <laughs> the one I clever. Thought funny was uh when she makes up that bogus story why he uh <clears throat> why he was missing and he had his shirt off and all that. And then when he runs upstairs, they're like, "He's lying." I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he's like. And um, he probably can hear everything they're saying because they're talking out loud and stuff like that. Stupid part about it, like why do they like they don't think he can hear? Like I feel like that's a power that he probably has. Like right, all them, all them fucking powers, like text or something. You know what I mean? Like, but um, yeah. Other than that, the movie was the movie was good. I had a good time. I probably see it again when I'll probably buy it on Blu-ray. Of course, there's it's a fun movie. Um, I hope, I hope there's some really cool extras at least, just because I'm kind of curious as far as like how they stretched the budget and you know made all those effects look so great for such a low budget. Because I mean, it was like six, seven million dollars the budget for the movie, and it looks like it could be like a mid, you know, probably at least twenty, twenty, thirty million dollars. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how they, you know, if, if they're going to do, like, a um, sequel and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I guess we'll see in the future. Let's see how, it, how much it makes during the weekend. But with the Latin coming out and, uh, and you know, John Wick still in theaters, I don't know, it might be kind of tough. But but we'll see. Um, all right, so, everyone, that is our review for Brightburn. Make sure you comment what you thought about it, What you listen, whether you listen to this on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, Podbean, or Twitter. Uh, Tyler, let everyone know where they can find you. Uh, it's pretty easy as far as like YouTube, because that's the majority of where all my YouTube channel stuff is like reviews and rankings and all that. But it's just Tyler Calvert on YouTube, T-Y-L-E-R-C-A-L-V-E-R-T. I'm the first result that pops up. I, you know, it's my face and giant orange background because I like orange. But, uh, (laughs) other than that, you know, Twitter, Tyler underscore Calvert 23 and Instagram is Tyler Calvert 23 with no underscore. All right, guys, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World, wherever wherever you're um, trying to find us and all that good stuff. I will add Tyler's social medias in the links below. Make sure you follow him everywhere. And, yeah, that is our review for Brightburn. I don't think – it's not looking like I'm going to be able to get out to see Aladdin. Um, a lot of – 
<laughs> oh yeah, there's a lot. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on this weekend. It's Memorial Day weekend and um yeah, but I I know I I know I wanted to see Brightburn and I I I already saw Booksmart last week. So, um maybe Aladdin on Tuesday. We'll see how I mean, we'll see if I'm up to it. Um, you know, and all that stuff. So we'll see everyone. But thank, thank you guys for joining us once again for another review. Uh, we will be back soon enough this week. We have a couple of more shows going up this week. Box office on Monday instead of tomorrow because we want to get the four-day numbers in. And morning movies with Brett and myself tomorrow morning. So stay tuned for all of that. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was, that was Tyler. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.